Welcome to the Wonder Boldly podcast hosted by yours truly, Christine. I am going to encourage and motivate you to take action towards your big goals. I'm going to teach you everything I've learned from building a very successful 25-year career, coaching people, and starting my own online business. I am going to give you so many action items, you are going to be able to wonder. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Wonder Boldly. In today's episode, I want to talk about our clients. I want to talk about our past, current, future clients, and I want to really highlight what it means to be a person who is in service, who is producing products that are serving others, who is producing programs, doing coaching. You are serving others. This is such a huge and magnificent opportunity that we have embarked upon, and it has so much responsibility with it. And I really want to highlight for you to think about and take from this episode what works for you, what works for your clients, and move forward in a fashion that really speaks to the responsibility that we have when we take on clients, when we take on customers. So for the rest of this episode, I'm going to be using the word clients. Um, And apply this in your journey with your clients, with your customers, whatever it is. Take bits and pieces that would work for your specific scenario. So clients, when we take on a new client, so let's say you have a program and people reach out and they want to buy into your program. They are buying in because they believe in you they trust you, and they are looking for some sort of transformation. They are looking for some sort of help getting further along in their own business. And that is a huge responsibility. And I want us all to take a pause and realize how significant this is and what an honor it is for us to serve. So what does that mean? Tactically, what can we do to really show that in our work. First and foremost, let's talk about the current clients, okay? And I'm going to say the current clients are the clients that have said, yes, they've paid and we're onboarding them. Now I'm using the word onboarding as welcoming them in and processes and steps that I want you to consider for your business. So I'm gonna go into those as examples. So. Somebody has said, yes, I'm joining your program and I'm looking for this transformation. You've had a conversation with them already to make sure it's a fit because before we even accept that payment, we should be making sure that we can deliver to them what they're expecting. So you want to know what are their expectations. You want to be very clear in what you're providing. Okay. That being said, so you've done that. Yes, this is a great fit and you're welcoming this person into the program and into your world and you're holding an incredible responsibility. Let's get to know this person. 
So you know the typical, and I've done them too, this is not pointing fingers, I'm just using examples. You know the typical, what do you wanna get out of this program? That typical form that we see when we sign up, what are you looking for? What do you wanna get out of this? And what have you tried in the past that hasn't worked? And that really helps us as people who are serving so that we can best serve the folks who are in our programs. Those are great questions. I want us to get even more granular. So when you onboard a new client, I want you to have questions so you can get to know them better. So you can really make sure that you are doing your best so that they are successful. Now, I'm gonna pause here and state something that is, I feel like it's the obvious, but I also wanna say it out loud here. And that is our responsibility is to do the best that we can with in the program that we are offering. Now, if your client is yes, 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 they sign up and they're, they say they understand and then they don't do the work, then that is on them. We are not in a position to somehow miraculously be able to hold somebody's hand and make them do the work. If they're growing their business and they're needing to do a sales page or working on their branding or whatever it is that you provide, if they don't do the work, that's on them. Okay, so I said that. So when you are onboarding them, you want to understand how do they learn best? What do I mean by this? I'm gonna give you an example. You know I always give examples. The example I'm gonna give you is, let's say you are running a group program and there are weekly calls. And of course I'm saying this because I have a group program and this is part of the process for the group program. There are weekly calls and you come together as a group and the folks that can't make it, we offer a replay, right? So in my onboarding process, before that even happens, before the classes even happen, I'm asking each individual person, Christine, Mary, Steve, whomever, I'm asking them specifically in this form or however you wanna do it, maybe you do it on a Zoom call, maybe like I said, you do it in a form. However you're gathering the information, you want to know how they learn best. Do they want video? Do they want a transcript? Do they want audio? What do they need to learn best? So you're gonna ask them that. Then you're also going to ask them, how do you want me to deliver the information in this program and how often? My example here is, let's say it's a 30 meals program and you're gonna be providing 30 recipes. So are you providing that all 30 at the beginning so that they can pick and choose? Are you directing them that you want them to hit each meal on a certain day? Whatever the process is, you want to know from them, do you want me to send this over email? Do you want me to send this over text? How do you want me to send you this information? And then, and then so important, how often do you want me to send it? How many of you raise your hand if you've been in a program and they have material and then you're looking for it and you can't find it and then you ask 
And I know for me, I hate to ask. I hate to ask again. I can't find it. So you don't want to put your clients in that position. So asking them up front, how often do you want me to send you the information? Do you want me to send that once at the start of the program? And you will know where to find it. Or let's say it's once at the start of the program and you will manage your ability to find that material when you need it. Or would you prefer I send it out once a week? once a day, twice a month, whatever it is, asking specifically what that person, not the group. I want to be really clear here. I'm talking about each individual person in your program. Being very clear before you head into your own program, this is a side note, about what your boundaries are is very important so that you can set up the right expectations. So I'm going to use this example. Maybe you have a boundary where you are not going to provide material every day. You don't have the time for it. You don't have the bandwidth. Whatever the case may be, it doesn't even matter. You don't even have to explain it. That is your boundary. Like, I only send out things once a week, and that is the most I can do. Now, if once a week is too much for somebody, great. I'll send it out once a month. So knowing what your own boundaries are before you ask the questions is really key because you don't want to end up creating this constant uh, hamster wheel where you're like working, working, working. So set up your own boundaries and then go into these questions. Okay, so I think you get the point. So maybe you will not send out material every day. Maybe you have a multiple choice question. You know, do you want it uh, every two weeks, once a week, once a month? There, boom, you're very clear about what you're offering and then they can be very clear on what will work for them, okay? The other thing you want to understand when people are joining, let's say this group program, is how they best like to communicate within the class. So again, my example is it's a group program and you hold a live weekly class. You need to ask upfront, is it okay if I call on you during the group setting, during the group live? Maybe I might be asking, Um, is there anything you need, which we're going to get to that. Maybe I might be asking, what are your thoughts on this? Are you comfortable with me asking you directly in a group setting? The other thing is people don't know what they don't know, and they might not know what to ask. So a lot of times we see in group programs where the leader, the coach, the mentor, but keep in mind, you're always a leader. They have paid you. They are joining this call to learn from you. You are a leader. And there's so much responsibility around being a leader. Hence this topic today on the podcast. So maybe you say, does anybody have any questions? And it's crickets, right? So that is putting a lot of responsibility on your audience. You know the people who speak up. You know the people that have questions. And everybody can benefit from hearing their questions. And then there are other people that might might be fine with speaking up, but they don't even know what to ask. They don't have something at the ready on their mind that they want to ask. As a leader in this group program, make suggestions. You can make suggestions based on your past client questions, right? 
So if you are opening it up, say, okay, I'm going to open it up now to questions. Does anybody have questions? Raise your hand. You know, the typical, we've all been there. Go ahead and do that. The raise your hand, zoom hand, right? And you've answered some questions and you know not everybody has asked. Maybe a couple of people have raised their hand and asked some questions and others haven't. As the leader, you can say, I know that previous clients have asked me X, Y, Z or ABC, whatever it is, throw out some examples. And what you can say is, does any of that resonate with you? And pause, I like to call it the pregnant pause. And it's very important to do this to allow people to think, to process, then think, okay, what, there's something there I want to ask, and then hit the raise hand. Okay, you don't always have to be talking. So you do the pause, and if there are still are no hands, say, well, let me tell you, so this question of XYZ, this is typically what I have felt has worked. And then you can answer the questions even though they didn't raise their hand and say, oh yeah, I'm really interested in that. So pick one, you don't have to go through all three because maybe nobody is interested in any of those. So you don't want to go through all three, but then once you start answering that one question, then that'll spark maybe more questions, and then you can answer that. So three of many, but three examples of questions you should be asking when you're onboarding your current clients, right? How do you like to learn? How often do you want the material sent to you? Are you okay if you are called upon in a group setting? And then some tips for you on when you have a question and answer period during your group program. Okay, let's talk about our past clients. These are such special people. They joined our world and um, they've had transformation. They've, they've moved on from our program and they are still people that you want to check in on. You want to see how they're doing. You want to see if they need anything additional. I'm not talking about another program. Yes, of course, a lot of you sell programs that are maybe entry level and then mid-level and higher level. I'll just call it that to be general. But I'm just talking about, you know, is there anything you need? You know what? I'd love to just jump on a quick call and chat for 15 minutes. Great. Would love to do that. These clients are still in your community. So check in on them. We in this space are people who are working to serve others to bring transformation. And I know it can get really busy. And I know you all have good intent and you're doing fabulous. I'm just reminding you to carve time out in your day in these ways for your clients. So the past clients, you're carving time out. Maybe you pick up, you know, once a month or twice a month, depending on your the size of your community of the past clients. Maybe depending on how many past clients you're checking in with. For the current clients, carving out time as you're building that new program, making sure you're asking, have a whole process in place to onboard them and you're asking them important questions so that they can be as successful in your program as possible. And then your future clients. These may be people that are haven't bought a program yet, but they're in your community or people you haven't even met yet. What are we doing for those people? The best thing you can do, in my opinion, is market research. You know, I have been in 
so many programs. I have had so many coaches. And I can tell you, honestly, in the beginning, the market research, I mean, I'm talking four years ago, which isn't that long ago. In the very beginning, when I started in this space, I started out by utilizing my my corporate background and doing interviewing and resume skills, teaching people how to interview and how to um, create their resumes. So one of the main things that my coaches and other coaches say is you need to do market research. And that made a lot of sense. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Um, and then pivot and then you you maybe go into a different area like myself. I, I went into business mentoring and doing market research again makes sense, right? So now you think to yourself, or I thought to myself, okay, well, I've, I've done my market research. And honestly, my market research has always been so beneficial for all of my clients and for me. Then you join another program or you hire another coach and they're like, okay, you got to do market research. And you might think to yourself, I've done the market research. I haven't pivoted. I'm still in the same area, same niche. And I don't, why do I have to do market research again? I know. First and foremost, things change, right? Needs change, technology changes, whatever area you're in, things change. And even if, you know, in a nutrition uh, area, like new studies come out, Market research is never done. The thing about market research is you're learning so much, and that's fabulous. And that, in turn, is going to benefit your future clients. That, in turn, is going to call in because you're going to add that market research to your marketing materials. Hello, market research is done for a reason. And you're going to be able to stand out and call in people that need you, those future clients. So carving out time to do that market research is so beneficial. It's beneficial for all past, current, and future clients. I hope you found this intriguing. Maybe you'll listen to it a couple of times and pick out the pieces that resonated with you. And I would love to hear your thoughts. I am very interested in collaboration and hearing different opinions. I'm always reading and studying. Uh, I love to learn. So I'm never coming at this, even though I might sound really passionate and sometimes I'll use the wrong words. I really try not to like words like you should do this or you need to do this because I don't believe that. But sometimes I get so passionate about something as I am about our clients. Okay. Love on your clients. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, continue to wonder boldly. And if you are looking to fast forward your business, I am kicking off my fast forward six week business sprint in September. I'd love for you to join us. We will be diving deep into all ways that you can fast forward your business. Things like being omnipresent, things like the client experience, things like collaboration. This is going to be a very intensive six weeks. The people that I am calling in are people that are ready to do the work. They already have a product. They already have a service that they've been selling. And we are going to work together to increase and grow your business. If you are interested in this, please DM me at Christine B. Santos 
on Instagram, the word sprint, and I will reach out to you and we will talk and see if we are a fit. I'm so excited about this program. It is going to be phenomenal. I'm going to give you all the tools and tips and things I've learned over the past few years in the programs that I've been in, from the coaches that I've had, and from my own experience growing my business. I can't wait to see you inside. If you're interested, DM me the word sprint.